Mike check one two. Mike check two, three four. Hell yeah, buddy! He's doing it. <laughs> hey, my how's it going? Sounds great. There's nothing to worry about. My heart definitely stopped when he said I don't have a microphone. It's like, uh, how do I? Do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have one of your professional gaming mics, but. It's, got my laptop, I, so. I, I have one. I don't even know how to use it. It's just like plugged in and I assume it's working. <laughs> well, it sounds good. Uh, you ready for you ready for the show? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, jump right in. Yeah, actually. Okay, perfect. Uh, the, the audio version will have like a, a theme song that plays in here. Hello and welcome. To Hello, We Don't Talk, Let's Talk, the show where I, Chris Ball, reconnect with old friends. And today's guest is the always delightful Nick Whiffen. How are you doing, Thank my you. friend? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd probably give it a solid uh, 8 out of 10. Hell yeah, dude. We haven't <laughs> seen each other in about 10 out of 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we, I remember the last time I saw you was like, few of us got together for like an ultimate frisbee game we just had like a short awkward conversation sounds about right short awkward yeah. conversations are the uh, <laughs> my it's my old style my new style is getting people onto a podcast where i will talk with them for about an hour um Done. So, you i'm know, ready for it to re- that, that just goes to show you how far i've come in the last 10 years <laughs> <laughs> good um first question uh, that I have for you. Do people still call you Whiffy on a regular basis at all? Or is that you know that you have since left in the past? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. No one calls me Whiffy since... Uh, no one's called me Whiffy since probably uh, you. I think the people I went to school in grade five and six like were the last ones to like carry it forward through all of high school. <laughs> that sounds about right. There were like... Th- I think there were like three Nicks in your class. So I guess having a way to distinguish them was probably important. And then... Yeah. As the Knicks kind of fell off the radar, you yeah. you became the lone, the Highlander. Yeah, that's Nick. right, the lone Nick. Now back at you, do does anyone still call you Tofu? I still call myself Tofu. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> it is how I've marketed myself on like just gaming usernames, essentially. Yeah. Um, it was taken in World of Warcraft, unfortunately. So like, the the thing I do the most, I do not ref- like. I cannot be known as as Tofu or Tofu Boy. Um, there was one True. time. I was hanging out with uh, Mike after a while. Uh, we were at his parents' place, and his mom knew that I had a nickname, but couldn't quite remember how it was. Yeah. Um, so she, her first guess was Chow Mein, which, you know, maybe a bit of a problem, but not far, <laughs> not not far from like the the line of thinking was correct at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I can't really hold that against her. Yeah, you got to be careful with those guesses. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Nick, just like, uh, oh, uh, my second question comes from last week's guests, uh, cause they are a mutual friend of ours. And, uh, I asked them if they had any questions that they want to ask you. Um, and it sort of aligns with my, uh, my big question that I'd like to get at the show, which was Nick, what the fuck have you been up to the last 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's a good question. Who was your last guest, by the way? Uh, our, our good friend, Will McLeish. No way. Yeah. Oh, he's, man. He's bro. actually in town from the Netherlands because there's nothing to do in the Netherlands anymore, apparently. Yeah. He's just like, checked, he's checked off every box of things to do and now he's back. For That's a funny. Time being. 
yeah, be on a podcast is definitely uh, one of the boxes to check off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he needed to be in town for that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what have I been up to in the last 10 years? Um, so like, uh, as a baseline, here's what I, I believe is true about uh, your, your, your life after high school. Okay. You went, I want to say you went to McMaster and you were like an RA and that's about all I know. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got those right. Hell yeah. You got those right. Nailed it. Um, I went to McMaster. I was an RA. Um, the one person, yeah, like there's only a couple of people from high school that went to McMaster, like Rada and Maxime pretty much. Yeah. So I kept in touch with them a little bit. Um, Went to McMaster. For, yeah, actually, after I was an RA, I got sick of school because doing school and work was an absolute chore. So yeah, I can imagine. I moved out to moved out to Whistler for a year, and I worked on the hill there, which Damn. was uh, not productive for me, but it was a ton of fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, what, yeah. what what drove you to go to Whistler? Uh, well, it's actually funny. Like my mom kind of pushed me to do it she was like, you need to get out of the house and like go on an adventure. And I was like, all right. And so I just, I listened to her. I applied for a job in Whistler. I didn't think I would get it. It was actually like to be a supervisor in like a rental shop. Like I think about it, like I was super underqualified. I was, (laughs) (laughs) I had never worked in like a ski hill or rental shop or anything before, but I was just like super cocky on my uh, application letter. Uh, and I got this job. If I had applied for the position below it, I probably wouldn't have got the job. <laughs> <laughs> but just because I was like, I don't know, somebody got to be cocky on job application letters. I was just you like, just gotta, you just got to fake it till you make it. And then you made it. So it worked yeah, out. That's right. That's right. I was supervising people that were like older than me and like knew more about it. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. But I got <laughs> free skiing for the year and it was a lot of fun. So that's it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a great year. Um, but yeah, so I did that. Then I came back to school. The, that year was meant to be like a soul searching year, but True. I actually, like, I think I spent one afternoon trying to think of what I was going to do in the future. Like in that whole year, mm-hmm. I just spent one afternoon just being like, Oh shit, I really got to figure this out for next year. <laughs> <laughs> the, the clock's ticking down. I got to go back. Yeah, go back that's right. Then I came back to school. I dropped out of my program. I switched to doing life science and philosophy, like a double major. Mm-hmm. What were you in for um, initially? I was there for integrated science. Gotcha. Uh, it was just like this one weird program at McMaster. It was like, uh, it's funny. I actually applied to it because uh, John and Andrew Martin applied mm-hmm. to it. And I was like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> this sounds like a good program. I want to go to school with these guys. And they like didn't go to that program. And then I just <laughs> ended up going. And uh yeah, so it, it was pretty tough. So I just switched out to um, a couple, uh, another program and finished up with that. Um, and turns out life science and philosophy, both not useful degrees very much. So <laughs> <laughs> here I am. I got a job working in a lab after I left. Uh, and actually, I got the job through Cheka. Oh, hell yeah. Um, he was working at a lab in Kitchener, and he hooked me up with this job. And now I'm like a shift leader there. Nice. So, yeah yeah it's cool making your we way te- through the world that's right we test uh cigarettes and vapes and cannabis and everything at this lab so uh testing for anything in particular or just like seeing what kind of data pops up uh there's like a few proven like carcinogens and stuff carcinogens and things that cause 
heart disease and all that. So we test for all those. Gotcha. Yeah. Probably not supposed to talk about it a lot, but <laughs> we can say in general. I'm sure people knew. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, exactly. We, we have guests. Uh, but you know, good to know that there's a there, there's testing being done to, to prove that what people believe is probably correct. Yeah. Yeah. Cigarettes are bad. Surprise. Wow. <laughs> nope. No one has ever learned that before. <laughs> exactly. What have you been up to? Can I can I ask you that? Oh, you may absolutely ask me that. Uh, I went to University of Waterloo for math. Then I took a bit of my own sort of soul soul searching year in which I didn't really do a whole lot. Worked like a part time job at like a UPS store, and then also picked up um, the the graveyard shift at Azares, and that was oh man. Yeah, man. I'm working the graveyard shift right now, so I know I know the feeling. Yeah, it was interesting. Like on the days where I would like have to work a Friday until like six a.m. and then have to work ten a.m. at a different store, and That's then just brutal. go home and crash. That's um, brutal. But yeah, then I uh, to get out of people continuously asking me when am I going to finish getting my degree after my uh, my sabbatical, I just kind of looked at where my credits were. And what would be the fastest way out of university of still <laughs> having a degree? Because, yeah, um, yeah uh, I think I discussed with like a previous people um, or previous couple guests, but basically just like the university path is just like so heavily pushed onto people, and like alternatives are just like rarely presented. One hundred percent. So just like the, the the notion that you need a degree to get a job. Uh, yeah. Was uh, yeah. The the, the motivator for me finishing my degree. I think so we're I, in at the. Sorry, I think we're uh, at the time of like we're changing. The industry is changing a lot, just like the economy. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of you know, like university degrees used to be worth a lot, but now you got like thousands and thousousands of people graduating with university anymore, degrees. So now you got to get like a master's or like some kind of graduate degree to to, to stand out. But even yeah. that's not like. Our, like, but when you look at the jobs themselves, they're not like necessarily required. Yeah. If, if yeah. you took like the time to do like an online training course dedicated to whatever field you want to get into, that's yeah. probably going to be more than enough to, to do the job. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Most um, of the yeah. learning is on the job now. Anyway, I think, I think the university degree is a good pre qualification for a lot of things, but it certainly doesn't mm-hmm. qualify you for most jobs. Yeah. It just goes to show that you could like dedicate yourself to a, a singular field of study and not quit yeah. which is good for uh which is good for employment people don't like people who quit <laughs> yeah that's right pretty much um, to be an employee you just have to prove you'll be willing to sacrifice your entire social life for yeah basically <laughs> doing better um, at that job so yeah so i ended up pivoting to an economics degree and then i took that to get a entry level job at an insurance company and that's where i've been for the last little while Nice. Not too bad. They've got me on uh, adjudicating claims. I had the last week off because I wanted a week off. It's been a while since I've had a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Do you think that insurance companies are evil or do you think that they are uh, unnecessary? Are they a necessary evil? Is that how you describe them? Or I'd, I'd say so. Um, hmm. the- I just think that... The, the 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 details that come with acquiring an insurance policy 
just feel so nitpicky just to just to be sure that um, they're not like losing a ton of money. Right. But like when COVID hit, it was just like, okay, we're going to, this is going to be a bad financial year, but um, like, I don't know much about the underwriting side of things or like what goes into policy wording. Right. But uh, yeah, I haven't had to, uh, I, 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 I've felt bad whenever I've rejected something just because of how the policies are worded. But like, I understand that yeah, nobody like could have seen this coming. Yeah, for sure. It's like legal fine print. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah, it's built to save the insurance company money for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a way that insurance can exist that is less evil than how it is perceived and is uh, uh, practiced, I guess. For me, it's just the fact that it's like by law mandatory for everybody who has a car to have insurance. It's like yeah, I've never gone into, I've never gotten into an accident. Like I've never driven dangerously, and yet I'm paying like a hundred and fifty dollars a month for insurance, mm-hmm. like constantly my entire life. I mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna use that someday, but yeah. <laughs> Just like towards the end of your life, you'd be like, I'm 68. I haven't, I've, I've yet to follow a claim. I want to see what this feels like. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. like crash through get a rear-ended. or something. Yeah. I'll just go and get rear-ended. Yeah. You got it. Everybody's Is this on it. record? <laughs> yep. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Scratch that. Th- this may be the first time I will, I will, I will take my guests, uh, desire to edit something out of a out of the show and, and, and send them a final draft to make sure that it's all above board by their like <laughs> thanks looking out for my 60 year old self here yeah <laughs> just so you can look back at this and be like i never said that yeah yeah a little bit I, was telling, I was telling my uh girlfriend that i'm doing this podcast with you and she was like you gotta watch what you say because this, this is gonna be on the internet for every anyone to see forever. All right, Nick. First, uh, third, third question. What's your most problematic opinion that you have that you're trying to keep hidden from everyone? <laughs> oh God, no comment. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Is that no? actually the third question? No, oh, okay. I don't think I've ever asked that question before in my life. And that was a funny joke. <laughs> you, I, I, I like to pride myself on my ability to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how long have you known your partner? Uh, we've been dating for five years, five oh, wow. and a half years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. School meetup or uh, work outside? Outside school. of school. Okay. School. Yeah. So uh, she, I lived with her mutual friend and we kind of like our mutual friend yeah. and she would come over and visit all the time and kind of met that way. So yeah lucky that way and yeah we've been dating for five and a half years so it's going well hell yeah dude yeah uh whereabouts are you now oh wait currently currently this very instant i'm in toronto uh, at her place but i do live in kitchener normally okay i I, as i asked that question i realized i remembered where you like roughly where you worked and then uh my question became irrelevant in my own head but you know it's good to get that on the record (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's all that second guessing just constantly yeah. happens yeah. and you know it just makes for good conversation to to explain yourself instead of just moving on 
I agree with that. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Are you in a racing chair? Uh, it is a it is a racing style gaming chair. Uh, they've become very popular in the last little while. Well, um, awesome. Are you a gamer? Oh, like, dude, I, I, I have never stopped gaming since uh, <laughs> I was a wee lad. I, um, I remember you used to play like I don't know is is RuneScape correct? Yeah, I definitely Way did back. that for a bit. And Sorry? it's funny because, like, yeah, I definitely played RuneScape for a bit. And it's funny because, yeah. like, old school Rune, RuneScape is a thing that's come back and, like, Soldier Boy is streaming it on Twitch. And no way. That's, a, that's just a fun fact that I would like to <laughs> everyone to know. That's funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I've never been a huge gamer, but I play Civilization. I don't know if you know that game oh, yeah. for, like, for, like, days on end. I've got, like hundreds and hundreds of hours it's basically like digital risk and a lot of fun um yeah 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 exactly i just know that i can never like as soon as i get like a console or something i'll just be addicted (laughs) i'll playing so i've so far eliminated that from my life um what things have you uh kept in your life like what is something that you're particularly passionate about um or is it just like wage slaving by day and then going home and resting in between <laughs> uh yeah i mean probably exactly what you said <laughs> um yeah that's a good question um i don't know it's probably pretty lame but i mean i'm passionate about hockey i like playing hockey that's probably the one I, that is something i recall vaguely yeah just being a hockeyist yeah do you know the concept of like the flow state oh like yeah. people can yeah, yeah, like getting into a flow state where you just like kind of block out all else and just that was the that that was part of my grade eight science fair project that I did with Brian. Oh my god, you're so far ahead of me! I just learned <laughs> about this <laughs> last year. <laughs> um, but yeah, oh That's man, so that was such a weird science fair project because I remember just like <laughs> what we did was we had people doing different types of activities and then just like. For, for a set duration of time, then ask them how much time had passed. Whoa. Um, because apparently when you're in a flow state, your perception of time just kind of goes out the window because you're so focused on a task that like, when you're done, it's just like, well, how much time passed? I don't know. That could yeah. be shorter or longer depending on if you're doing something that you enjoyed. Man. Fun facts. That's crazy. Why'd you, how do you guys know about that at the time? Uh, do you remember? Beckler gave us a book about um, like from some guy who's like researches on uh, flow states. Um, I think the book itself is called like Finding Flow. Cool. Yeah. I didn't read the book at all, but I got the gist of it. <laughs> Flip to the last page. Damn. To think I could have learned so much then. <laughs> Beckler was like an amazing teacher, I thought. She was like oh, yeah. very, very, uh, very worldly. She was yeah she was she was meant to serve a higher calling than just teaching grade eight but i would think we were lucky we got her i i i think her serving uh to that higher calling was just make was just propagating it as much as possible just like giving a little piece of herself to her to her students and then seeing if those could just like continue out into the world yeah yeah i could see that like as a grade eight, I had no idea what flow state was. Oh, so for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would not have been able to conceptualize that. But yeah, it's awesome. 
Um, she ended up being like the principal or something, didn't she, at Cortland? Not quite sure. I don't think I ever followed up back at Cortland mm-hmm. after I left. <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, did you ever go back to Cameron at all after you left? Just to say hi to like old teachers in any way? I think I went back once and like they had moved on. <laughs> I think I, I think maybe I said hi to like Mrs. Drung or something like that, but beyond that, not really. And Mr. Ramzan asked for a volleyball jersey back that I stole. So. <laughs> I still have it. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. They they move on. They're like, hey, how's it going? Good. I got stuff to do. Um, do you, you ever go back? I went back a couple times with uh, some of the boys to say hi to the math teachers because that's that's our cool thing that we did. <laughs> uh, and we also just like thought they were small dudes. Um, yes. the, the street that my company is on um, was actually used for a lot of the, uh, the teacher strikes that happened in the last like year or so mm-hmm. um, because of the education cuts from the Ford government. And I had bumped into Runky at uh, the Tim Hortons. No way. And he is still just like the same, just big <laughs> energy kind of guy. <laughs> and he it's told me to my face, energy. he told me to my face, just like, man, after your year you graduated, everything just kind of felt worse. <laughs> just like, no way. just like every subsequent year, it was just like, the students are just like terrible. I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's kind of nice to hear. Oh, for sure. To, to know that we're, uh, we're, we're a memorable batch of people. Yeah. He probably says that to all the students. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 just based on the ire in his voice, I definitely think that this is like a legitimate concern. The ire. That's a, good, yeah. that's a great word. But yeah, I believe you. He, he always wanted to play badminton, man. And I remember I played him once in badminton and he just like destroyed me like ruthlessly. He's yeah. just like... Like I was trying to hold my own, and just like yeah. <laughs> just show no mercy to this crush, kid. That's like my hopes and dreams. Just like seventeen or eighteen, just like yeah. <laughs> whatever. You're an adult now. Welcome to yeah. the real world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, do you still I, keep up with many of the uh, many of our old acquaintances, or? Uh, I keep up. Well, I lived with uh, Luke for a summer. Um, I keep up with Richard and, um, besides that, like not a ton of people. I played, uh, in a volleyball league with Najim for a few years. Um, but here and there, like I'll send people messages, but I'm not Richard's very good. a lawyer now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I should get him on yeah. the show. Yeah. No um, one saw that coming, eh? Not at all. <laughs> A, a dude who cheated on me in grade six French class <laughs> becomes a lawyer. Come on. Oh man. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Richard, Richard's got that skill set. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you been keeping up with everybody? Like I know you're rolling with uh, Mark and Cheka and Najim and all them for a while. maybe. Background. Uh, I, I keep in touch with Akron pretty regularly. Uh, anything I know about, like, Mark and Jake and them, uh, I'll say it. The, 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 actually, no, I won't say it. I was going to say the proud kids. And then I just said it. 
Fuck it. The brown kids. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll just kind of hear through Akram. Uh, I do see Najim on occasion because I think his brother and I guess himself, um, uh, like I live with uh, Marco and his brother and I guess they're good friends. So they'll come over for like a, a barbecue every now and again. Oh, nice. So yeah, nice. Did, didn't you... expect that to happen at all, actually. I don't know. Yeah. Why. Yeah. Are you living in Kitchener? Yep. Uh, I moved towards uh, like Highland, Ottawa area. Uh, I've moved out of my parents in October. Nice. Yeah. It's nice. I'm it's sure. air conditioned here. It's much, it's much more tolerable. Yeah. To, to live in the summer, especially yeah. this last summer. Uh, well, not last summer, current summer, where yeah. like 10 consecutive days of 30 plus degrees. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been wild. It's been a wild year. Yeah. Oh, it's been absolutely nuts uh, between COVID and everything. I don't know. Have you been managing quarantine already? Have you had to work still? Yeah, I have to actually like physically show up to work uh, for the time being still because... Um, I was working in the mailroom and okay. you need to process physical mail, which we can't exactly do from our homes. Um, right. But fingers crossed that I could start to work from home since they moved me to onto like case adjudication. Oh, nice. nice. That's still TBD. Yeah. Hey man, that's how every like big CEO uh, starts out his career in the mailroom, right? That's what yeah, they man. say. That, that, that was my <laughs> dream. I wanted to like climb and see everything so i knew when i got to the top what was going on below me instead of being yeah. like welcome new ceo yeah. uh here's a bunch of executive level decisions and don't worry about anything that happens down here <laughs> yeah but yeah uh and then through doing this podcast my quarantine has been managed to to be pretty lively uh, nice. just finding out how everyone's doing granted Good. i had the idea to like do the show probably like four years ago now and then it's only it's only because everybody's like at home with nothing to do that uh it it, it it empowered me enough to say i should do this nice nobody's gonna <laughs> say no <laughs> <laughs> you're right i mean you got me i don't have any other plans yep. so. <laughs> just another one in the bag has everyone said yes that you've asked yeah um nice. people have been super responsive and uh I've yet to have a conversation where it's just been like super stilted. I don't know if that's just like. Just you wait. We yeah, still have a chance today. That's true. There's like hundreds of people that uh, that are on the docket <laughs> for this dang thing. <laughs> nice. Are you going to like try and get in touch with everybody? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Like anybody that I can. Um, primarily, my my method of contacting people right now is just through facebook um so once i run out of people on that i can access through there i may have to like find friends of friends who may be able to contact people to get them on yeah go on kijiji oh yeah do you remember this guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah you should just throw in just like not tell anybody but hire an actor to play like an old high school friend and then and then you could be and just like see if anybody <laughs> calls me out on it. Maybe, yeah, that's yeah. Like, that, maybe that could be like my first April Fool's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, Perfect. I've never seen this man before in my life. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah. He's like several years older. Yeah. Some grizzled old homeless man. Just like, 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, met, I met him through online gaming. You can't, you can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I think that's a good, great idea. No, I think this is a good idea. Just like connecting with old friends. Yeah. I don't know, making it, making it interesting. And especially since like, I feel like COVID and the quarantine in general has had a lot of sort of negative impact on a lot of people's mental states because of their inaccessibility to socialize um, in the same way that they would have before. Yeah. Uh, so this sure. is also just me checking up on people just to see how they're doing and what they're doing. Yeah. See, for me, it's been like, I really enjoyed coronavirus just because I have an excuse to sit on my ass at home and do nothing. <laughs> And uh, I've been saving a lot of money just because there's nowhere to go to eat or go to the bars or anything like that. So I've been saving money. and I, I've had the opposite where it's just been like an absolute drain on my wallet because I'm just like, okay, got to support these restaurants. Got to order out as many things as I can <laughs> Yeah, just to make yeah. sure that nothing goes under. Because, yeah, yeah um, it's, uh, that's good on you, keeping the Kitchener economy afloat. So it, it, it is a hill I'm going to die on. But I'll die. I'll die with a full stomach. <laughs> like they they already shut down Chainsaw. So where am I going to go to karaoke once this is over? I don't know. Seriously, seriously. What is these institutions of our town? Yeah, Chainsaw was a gem. Sad. <laughs> um, are there any good restaurants that you'd recommend? Ooh, I have a list uh, that I will send to you after. But um. You have to wrap uh, it. Like, I got a list. Here's the order of the month. It goes. <laughs> well, my name's Reppin' Chris, and I'm here to say it's fun to rap in a takeout way. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, man. Didn't you used to, like, come up with raps or something I can, back in the day? In grade five and six, I definitely did, like, poetry. And then yeah. uh, I think grade seven and eight, I started, like, trying to rap and then realized that, like, I don't... <laughs> As I've gotten older, I realize that, like, what a foolish dream I had to ever think that I could be a rapper. Hey, man, we've all we've all written raps in our <laughs> time. I think I wrote a couple raps and, like, just, like, say it alone in my room. Yeah. I always thought I could freestyle, but it turns out I just have trouble finding the beat a lot of the time, and then I will get to, like, a word and force it to rhyme. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's fun to do when you're, like, at a bar with a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, but career-wise, it was not in the cards for me. <laughs> But you know what? The, the longer this goes on, the, the the fewer things I will have to do that I've not yet done. So I may just get back into it. Nice, do it. Just have a rapping segment on your podcast. <laughs> Don't start today because I can't do that. <laughs> That's fine. Um, actually, when I was in university and I went to the uh, the UW Improv Club, there was a there was a game that they would play called BC Raps, which was basically just like you would get into groups of like teams of four um, and then like the, the leader on each side would try to like lead their team into a rhyming word based on a suggestion word. And I crushed that game. And, no uh, way. and, and that was the last time I felt close to rapping except for actually, sorry, uh, chainsaw story. Um, I think it was the first time I went there. I was just like, oh man, I, I know I'm not a, I, I've heard feedback on my singing. I'll say I'll say it that way. I've heard feedback on my singing. That you just heard that, feedback, not that, positive, negative. You just yeah. heard it. Uh, yeah. That 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 led me to not wanting to do like an actual like song that is sung, but rather a rap. 
So I just <laughs> looked at like, okay, what what is available in the songbook? And uh, there was Childish Gambino Bonfire. I was just like, nice. I could crush this. And then I crushed yeah. it. I was nice. on that stage. I was doing like dance moves and stuff. And then <laughs> afterward, I got like a I got like a fist bump from a white dude with a backpack on. I'm just like, oh, this is like the highest order of compliment I can receive for doing this performance. <laughs> hey man, that sounds awesome. Take yeah. what you can get. Can One time I gave uh, Chaos, you know, the rapper or the singer sure. Chaos. Yeah. I gave him a handshake after one of his performances. So it just reminded me of that. He performed in Whistler and there was like a bunch of Aussies and like British people there. No idea who he was. Like they <laughs> were just like hanging out. Chaos left the stage after and I was like, man, you're the, you're the best. I love you. And I just, <laughs> and I Respect to our Canadian, uh, Canadian artists. That's right. That's right. Um, when you actually did that sort of, year-long stint in Whistler um what was that experience like uh what were some of the adjustments you had to make like like I know there's like a time zone difference that you'll probably get over um yeah but I assume you were like living alone or with like random roommates yeah so Um, yeah what was that like what was it like well are you asking because you want you would think that maybe that would be something you would like to do? Or are you just like curious about my, my perception of it? <laughs> perception. Okay. I, I have no intention of ever leaving the city. I don't, I don't think <laughs> I could. <laughs> Man, there's lots of good stuff out there. I, I don't know. know. I, just, um, like, I, I know a couple of people who have like moved out to other parts of Canada. Yeah. And they are missing home a lot. And they've oh, yeah. been gone for like a year. Damn. Because just like their their support network is is here. I feel um, that. And like as a person, I don't actively seek out people in my community to like befriend. If I so like if I were to ever leave, there's like, well, just on my own now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I guess the good thing about Whistler is that everybody was starting a job at like the same time. So you no one had friends so you you go there and then everybody it's like frost week or whatever right like you just meet a bunch of people in the first week and meet all the people you work with so it ends up being a really good time um so it's all like 20 20 or 30 something year olds just like looking for a fresh start or like taking a year off just like have fun so it was definitely an awesome time met a lot of very cool and like fun, just adventurous, like Aussie and Brit people, British people. Um, I, I was able to, I'm now able to like replicate their accent pretty well. Nice. Which is, which is always a good party trick. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was fun. Like I, I got free snowboarding for the entire year. So I got, I think like 60 days on the hill that I was just able to snowboard on like one of the most beautiful mountains in the world. and. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was a dream. Is, is awesome. that something you've been able to do since you've come back to Ontario? No, Just like, like we, have, we have like Blue Mountain here and it's like two and a half hours away and it's always packed. Uh, with, it's like I was spoiled by being able to go in Whistler, just like completely like middle of the week, you get a fresh dump of snow and you're able to just like 
I don't know, snowboard in beautiful snow all day with no one else on the hill on a mountain. So it's like, <laughs> it doesn't even compare, right? It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was, it was pretty awesome. I can't complain. Yeah. Uh, how, how have you felt about this? Um, so, so, so you mentioned that you're, you're still big into hockey as well. Uh, how, how do you feel about quarantine uh, negatively impacting the, uh, the ability of professional sports to continue on with their seasons? Um, yeah, it definitely sucks, but it's, I feel like I've gone more of a life since they've gone away. Like <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> just like following hockey so intensely for no reason. Cause it's like a, a game and it doesn't actually matter for any real reason. Mm. Um, <laughs> but I just followed it because I could follow it. And when it got canceled, I had to kind of reassess my priorities and like, hmm, maybe I'll spend more time hanging out with my family and my girlfriend. <laughs> these are good. These are good things to do instead of watching <laughs> sports, following sports. Um, so I think it's been a good reality check for people. And I mean, uh, you've seen, like you've probably heard the saying or, or not the saying, just the idea that like, uh, like, we have sports, professional sports for the same reason that like the Romans had the Colosseum and gladiator fighting to like mm -hmm. pacify the masses, just give people something to do so they don't revolt. But we've lost sports and now look what's happening. The <laughs> US is in a state of revolution. So they need their foosball. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Do you, do you think the States is in like an actual state of like like it's a threat to their way of life currently like a threat to the institutions that exist and there could be like a revolution or do you think I've, it's probably just going to go back to normal my biggest hope is that it wakes people up like the the the, the fact denying naysayers um mm -hmm. that that they can finally just see the impacts that their fact denying carries out throughout their lives. Um, now, like the based, based on based on the fact that they're fact deniers, they're just going to continue doing that. Um, right. So my hopes aren't high, but like even if a handful of people just open their dang eyes and look at the decision that they made with like how they've like how they've elected people. Um, oh my gosh, that's Brutal. that that's like step one of the change. Yeah. I mean, you can, we can talk about them having that problem, but we have the exact same problem. Oh, for like, sure. You know, we elected the son of a former prime minister on no, like, I don't know. Doesn't have any real credentials compared to like, I'm sure there's so many more qualified politicians. I don't think Trudeau's a bad guy, but I don't, don't think he's the most qualified. I think his name got him the job. For sure. Uh, I think, I think that was actually like, my dad told me in explicit terms that that was why he voted for Trudeau. I'm just like, all right. Uh, like I, but my dad has been a liberal voter because I think that was the government that led him into the country when he had to leave his home country. Yeah. So he just feels like indebted to them. And like, that's a, that's, fair. that's a, that's a reason. That's a fair reason. <laughs> that's um, a great reason. <laughs> but you know, looking at policies and stuff is probably like how we should be living our lives, but it yeah. may not always play that out that way, unfortunately. Yeah. As they say, democracy is the worst system of government except for everything else. Yeah. <laughs>
but yeah, in the States, it's especially bad. It's a media circus. It's all yeah. PR. So the, like over a hundred K over a hundred thousand cases in like two days when that's like pretty much the toll that we've had as a country since it started. That's just like Crazy. insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. It's, uh, I'm glad we don't live there. Well, we'll just wait until November, see how things really uh, turn out. And then if, if things go like full scale revolution, um, depending on the result of that. Yeah. I've read a lot of people in the States have already gone. They like the bug out cabins or whatever. I've been mm-hmm. like, like a lot of people have been getting those, just like stocking their cabins and cottages in case they need to escape the city. Oh yeah. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. But probably just run to Canada and then we'll say, okay. Can't, can't borders close now. Yeah. We're going to, have gonna... you got driven from the States to Canada across the border? They're so uh, nice. They're like, I, I've never, I've, I've written as a passenger. I've never actually like driven it. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's like not too bad. Yeah. Well, you go over to the States and they're like asking you about like your, your parents and yeah. like, just like <laughs> what have you done in the past six give us months? Any dirt ever, on you to say yeah. no. Have you ever smoked weed? And then you come back to Canada. They're like, uh, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Do you you have, anything, anything to declare? No. All right. <laughs> head on through. Right. Yeah. Accepting all customers. <laughs> <laughs> Open for business. Open for business. The Ontario way. Yeah, that's right. I'm so glad <laughs> that didn't go through. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick, what is something from the last 10 years that you've experienced that you would advise everybody to try? And what's something that you would uh, vehemently advise not trying <laughs> what what is something that you would maybe suggest everybody do and what's something that you would suggest everybody maybe not do interesting interesting um okay something i would advise that everybody do i mean we've already talked about going out west mm-hmm. that was awesome i would recommend that but since i've already talked about it um i'll say something else um, yeah, I would say like, I mean, not to be too cheesy, but taking chances, uh, <laughs> taking Make chances, mistakes, putting get messy. There. Make mistakes, get messy, the Miss Frizzle way. Um, yeah, I remember one time I, like I worked at a summer camp for a few years as well as mm-hmm. a camp counselor. This one time I, like, I, I was practicing guitar. I wasn't that good at it. I never really performed in front of a group of people. And I said this to the kids that were in my cabin, and they said, no, you have to go and perform. Like, you're, you'll never be more ready than you are now. Just go and perform. And so I did it for them. And then I performed in front of, like, 100 people, just sang a song, played the guitar. These kids were so proud of me after. <laughs> and, like, I feel like I had probably inspired them because, like, we were going through it together. But that was a rewarding experience, I would say, even if I wasn't that good. <laughs> Performing to a crowd of people that is responsive, uh, like positively, is always just a good feeling. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, having that support network there is huge. Because if you perform and they have that negative vibe, then I don't know, you might not do it again. But um, you still practicing guitar? Sorry? Still practicing guitar? 
uh, here and there. I wish I did it more, but um, yeah, you know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's those things that you know you should be doing, you just don't do. Yep, I, I hear that. I haven't exercised since March. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Exercise, that's huge. I love exercising, but I don't like going to the gym. <laughs> I'm the kind of person who could like only do it at the gym because like my stuff is at home. I guess I could just like, I, I went for a walk twice in the last week. Uh, that's, the, that, that's the extent of the exercise I got on vacation. But like, it's, I find myself very easily distracted when I'm at home. Uh, yeah. And that's just probably just a discipline problem. Yeah. Oh, no, I feel that. There's there's too many things to be distracted by these days, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's, I feel like that's why we're living, like, we live, like, slower now. Like, it's like 20 or 30 is the new 20 or whatever. Like, it's just, yeah. like, I'm still living at home with my parents. And... If I was like, if it was like 50 years ago, I'd be married with two kids by now, you know? For sure. Like, I feel like there's just so much more other stuff to do nowadays that it takes us longer to grow up. Have, have you ever been pressured by your peers in, uh, about your, your, like living with your parents? Uh, I, honestly, no. Like everyone's obviously nice about it. Mm -hmm. um, but I pressure myself. I know it's. I know it's there. You probably get that feeling because you. Yeah, you said that, you th th that is a big driving force as to why I was looking for alternative. Yeah, housing, uh, yeah. lifestyles. How has it been since you moved out? Like, have you found it pretty challenging to get on your own feet, or were you like ready for it? I've personally felt like I like I've done a fine job. Um, I may have people. I may have people who Good. disagree with me, but uh, <laughs> you know, who that, disagree that, that, with you? <laughs> no, there you go. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm I'm staying out of trouble, not burning things uh, to a crisp. So really, yeah. just I whatever like the bare minimum is, I've at least cleared that, and I can feel good about it good you're you have survived a duration of time yeah that and is the several more durations <laughs> <laughs> good yeah no i, I want to move out but it's just like i can't justify rent oh, yeah. costs especially like if it's somewhere in town because the rent costs have gotten pretty insane yeah it's smarter to save up some money and buy a place but mm -hmm. we'll see if that ever happens yeah okay Sorry, I have to finish your question from earlier, which True. was... Uh, so, so, so what is something that you would advise people avoid doing? Um, I would say wiping your ass with poison ivy. That was definitely something I'd avoid doing. <laughs> we don't need to get into the details. No, but. we absolutely do need to get into the details. <laughs> Where where was this? Who was with you? Why did it have to be the poison ivy or nothing? Well, okay. So I, this was, again, a camp story one time at band camp. Mm -hmm. um, I had been teaching kids what poison ivy looks like for, like, years. Like, I, every hike we went on, that's poison ivy. This is how you yep. identify it. But I guess there's different, like, strains of it or something. Um, 
So I went into the woods one day while I was teaching canoeing because I couldn't abandon the kids. So I had to just like go into the woods, did my thing. And I reached down for a leaf, used it. And then a couple of days later, I learned the error of my ways. (laughs) Uh, It was horrible. It was like the fourth time I got it. And every time you get it, it gets stronger because it's like an immune response. Right. And just like, Pussing blisters like nice. all over the place and just horrible. But I have to say, taking a shit after is just like the most exhilarating thing ever. <laughs> it itches every single scratch or, or scratches every single itch. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. And just gross. And so I'm sorry about that. But what? So, so other than, um, other than not using poison ivy specifically, what lessons uh, were you able to take away from that? <laughs> uh, reach up, not down. That's what they say. Excellent. If you're looking for a leaf, reach up, not down. Yeah, and you can take that, that one from the bank, listener. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how many people are we planning on uh, having listened to this podcast or watch uh, this? So if I. Okay, so there is a video version that goes up to YouTube that's just like the raw uh, Zoom recording. Yeah. And I think the average viewer count is like somewhere in the 40, surprisingly. Like nice. I was expecting five. Like five is <laughs> like a solid number. But apparently it's it's, it's surpassed any expectation I had. Um, nice. And then on the uh, the website that hosts the, the audio version, the um, uh, anchor.fm, uh, I think my stats are just like, you have three viewers. I'm just like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Could that be you three times? Refreshing? It absolutely could be. <laughs> I, I, I think it's me twice and then someone listening to the actual audio only portion. I, I think a lot of people are drawn to the video version for some yeah. unknown reason. Maybe just yeah. like have a nice visual or maybe yeah. it's because it's the link that goes up first. Uh, Do you put that one on Facebook, I think? I think I watched a video. I put links up to both versions on Facebook. Whatever one is like the thumbnail is probably the one people click on. Nice. Yeah. That's my guess. But I do like a good thumbnail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How are your thumbs? <laughs> How are your thumbs doing? <laughs> I... Great from the looks of it. <laughs> Opposable. Jointed. Can't complain. Okay, so in your reassessment, as you've uh, allocated less and less of your day to following hockey and more time spending it with people, um, like what are some hobbies that you've picked up for yourself or like what are some things that you're doing with your partner or your family as as an activity or is it just like sitting and chatting? (laughs) Um, Lots of uh, of cooking time. I like cooking. Mm -hmm. We've been making interesting dishes like last night we had like this we had beets in our salad for the first time so that was pretty interesting nice yeah uh, rated on a scale of uh zero to five forks <laughs> just beets in a salad zero to five what do you give honestly it? yeah uh, a surprising soft four Ooh. yeah soft four forks i i i like the beets yeah so i'd recommend it my girlfriend is uh, like vegetarian, so I've tried a lot of new stuff with her. It's interesting. <laughs> Not in that way. Yes, yes, of course. 
<laughs> it's been enjoyable. Um, I don't know. What else have I... I don't know. I do spend a lot of time. I just like waste a lot of time on my phone, unfortunately. What are you doing on your phone? Just checking Reddit or something? Yeah, checking Reddit for sure. Um, I like to play Euchre on my phone. Nice. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. yeah, just waste time. Apps apps can drain a lot of your time. You let them. <laughs> Your your yeah. your your phone batteries and your life batteries at the same time. That's correct. That is correct. Uh, I've been doing a lot of bike trips around like Toronto in the area. Uh, I don't know. Biking is just like the best. I don't know if you ever do it. Do you ever bike places? I've biked a couple times. Um, I bought one last year just because I hadn't owned a bike in probably like fifteen yeah. years before that. Yeah. Um, I could probably stand to ride it a bit more, but. I, I I don't use it particularly often though. Man, it's amazing. It can get you like anywhere. Well, not anywhere. A lot of places. <laughs> and you exercise and it's kind of fun. For sure. In general, I overheat like pretty easily. So especially like in the last couple of days where it's just been like, yeah. yeah, just don't go outside in general. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You need like, uh, you know, the guys that bike around with like the popsicle coolers on the front. Yeah like that but with the bike inside the cooler so you can just <laughs> in the cooler and bike just hang out yeah just chill as it were yeah yeah i i have an unlucky history of every like i i don't generally look at the weather whenever i do things uh mm-hmm. the last couple of times i've like ridden my bike uh any pound distance just like okay there's suddenly downpour yeah in the location that i'm at and it's just been like a terrible experience. Damn. So the universe sending you a message. Yeah. Just like, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Um, back to Reddit, because it's funny. I know you go on Reddit oh, often. I, I, I live there. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Um, was, I think like you, you would post stuff on Facebook a lot from Reddit, but at one point you also said like something about acknowledging how you repost stuff from reddit yes and so i accepted it i was like he's doing it but he's acknowledging it so (laughs) i would like it on reddit then like go on on facebook and see it on you post and be like yeah i like that again (laughs) (laughs) appreciate it um yeah yeah. a lot of people just like don't know how to use a website for whatever reason it's just like you know we'll just uh we'll we'll just cut out the middle then yeah (laughs) We'll condense some things and just and just give people a nice laugh. People yeah. need to laugh. What do you think of the ethics of reposting in general? Like, it's like, well, I, I mean, some a lot of people are against it, but it's also like people didn't see the content the first oh, time. Or I mostly don't care. Um, yeah. If people if people enjoyed something enough to to upload it on another go around and make it make its way to the top. Yeah. And that's that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't impact my day whatsoever. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Have you uh what uh communities are you active in? I'm gonna find you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wouldn't say I'm active. I, I, I do follow them. I don't comment uh particularly often. Yeah. Uh 
mostly gaming subreddits, uh, League of Legends. Nice. There was a time when I was really into like Hearthstone, uh, Magic the Gathering, stuff like that. Uh, the the Earwolf subreddit. Earwolf is a is a yeah. comedy. comedy bang bang. Thing. Yeah. Love you that know. podcast. You know. Yeah. Um, that's probably like that, and the Doughboys uh, subreddits are probably the only things I've commented on like the last year. Nice. Yeah, comedy bang bang is gold. Yeah, just so much fun. Uh, Silver. Who, who, who is your Who is your favorite guest to appear on Comedy Bang Bang uh, on any sort of like regularity? Oh man. Um... Shit, it's actually been a few months since I stopped listening to it. Uh, I don't know. I always used to love the Scott Ackerman and Reggie Watts synergy, but mm-hmm. well, uh, who who are some guests that recur on there? Uh, Paul of Tompkins, uh, Carl Tart, Mary Holland. Yeah, no, I think uh, Paul of Tompkins. I think I remember that name. Yeah. I don't think I'm just saying that because I was the first <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that was actually a guy I like. Oh yeah, he's a he's a charming dude. Just don't get into a Twitter war with him because he is he is vicious on Twitter. Really? Uh, probably. Coming from personal experience, or it's coming from things I've read about him. True. Are you um, on Twitter? No, I'm not on Twitter. Okay. I don't. I don't think I. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Instagram. And I think for the most part, that those are like the most people are like the opposite. Where like those are the only two that they're on anymore these days. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a boomer brain guy still using the Facebook. <laughs> Us and the old people. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. It's just like all the new social media ones. I've just been like, ah, whatever. I'll stick with Facebook. Yeah, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. I don't know why. Because a lot of things that I write as a says update could easily just be on Twitter and get like one like still. Uh, yeah. But yeah it like strangers could also see it but yeah it's weird right like each generation is gonna probably be known as like a certain social media web page yep. you know like it's like because every year or two years it's like a new one like there's like the myspace generation the facebook yeah. generation yeah myspace like, facebook twitter these young kids on tiktok these days yeah <laughs> get off my lawn stop giving <laughs> stop giving your data to the chinese <laughs> Oh, is TikTok one of those websites? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Great. Great. I could be wrong. I don't want to spread misinformation here. <laughs> Sorry, China does. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> Gotta fight fire with fire. Fight fire with firewall. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Nick, I have one final question for you. Are right. you ready? Uh, if you were to host your own version of this show where you reconnect with an old friend, who do you think you would have on as a first guest or who is someone you would really, really want to have on? You. Oh, <laughs> thank you. The same conversation again. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll just send you the, uh, the feed so we can get the transcript and then yeah. we'll just like reread it. <laughs> <laughs> but with each other's parts. <laughs> yes, of course. that'd be the only way that that show makes sense otherwise just like why why are we doing this again (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that is my answer fair enough um (laughs) if you were to have someone that wasn't me on Mm, okay someone 
Yeah. Will McLeish is a good one because he uh, kind of like did it all. Just went off and played cello in Switzerland. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Is that what he did? That's correct. Uh, right? It was in the Netherlands, but yeah. Still, <laughs> still playing the cello potato, and piano, potato. apparently. Yeah. Uh, actually, maybe uh, Henry. You Henry know? Rabelais. Yeah. Went yeah. on and did his own musical thing out in uh, Quebec, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's always lived his best life, I think. So I think I'd like to talk to Henry again. Do you think after this, you will message Henry in any way? Now that you said it, I'm going to. You just reminded me that That, it's good to keep in contact with old friends. And that is all that I want the show to do. That that is what I want to put out into the world. This conversation is just a demonstration. Wow. You got me, Chris. (laughs) I'm a convert. Excellent. Wow, thank you. No, Nick. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, Chris, thank you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, oh man, I feel like we've devolved into comedy bang bang esque. Uh, well, wait until you hear what's going to happen next, because uh, I, I like to end the show with a little section called plugs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it unfortunately oh, does not have a theme song, but um, I, oh, I give man. I give my guests the the full screen to. It's time to open the bag. It's time to open the bag. (laughs) Uh, This year's plug bag remix is very fun. Uh, Shout out to um, Michael Hardigan, I think, who who does the the main remix. But um, yeah, I I will give you the, the, the full screen to just like promote anything that you that you care about, anything that you're doing, anything that you know other people are doing that you want to get out there. Okay. Um, well, my plug is for uh, smoking. Uh, everyone start smoking. <laughs> uh, keeps my company in business. Uh, smoke, vape, smoke joints. Uh, that's what I would advocate for. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that that's fun. Smoke weed every day. You heard it here first, Nick. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Chris. And, uh, again, I hope it you have a pleasure. I hope you have a blessed day and good luck with the future. I know we are in uncertain times, but I'm rooting for you. <laughs> right back at you, man. Thanks for thanks. having me. No problem. <laughs>